What's up, everybody? It's Aaron. And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. Oh. Hell yeah. We're doing it. Here it is. Here it is. It is happening. We're here. We have cocktails. Oh, yeah, we do. It's Aaron's birthday. It is. It's entering the end of the evening, but we're ramping up. It's lit. As the kids say. <laughs> I don't know if it is or not. Who's to say? Yeah. Um, yeah, we have a really fun show, you guys. Uh, oh, my God. This is a birthday-inspired. Yes. Bir- my birthday-inspired episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, uh, heads up, we're recording this before the election. So, oh, my God. If our tone is yes. off, sorry. I hope things are okay. And, yeah. you know, the world hasn't uh, melted down or whatever, or we're like, everybody's okay. A hundred percent. I feel like, yeah, uh, we've been not caught off guard a lot this year, but, you know, there's like a lot of stuff that's happened that's been pretty heavy. And yeah. we've recorded a lot beforehand, and but we know something's going to happen next week. Mm-hmm. This is going to come out. Something will have happened. We cannot predict the future, but we can acknowledge it and just say uh, we don't know what has happened But when we're recording this. So we're just going to have fucking fun and yeah. drink cocktails and be best friends on Aaron's birthday and just like be funny and have fun. We're living in this moment now and mm-hmm. whatever the moment is speaking to later on when this comes out. Yeah. I hope it is all congruent. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hope it's like, hope it's easier. Hope it's just like calmer. Hope hope it's celebratory, maybe. But also, if it needs to be an escape just from everything anyway, then I hope that this strikes you that way. We got you. Mm -hmm. We got you on that. Yeah. So either way, let's let's do it. Let's do it. I love it. I. This topic is so wild. Uh, Wild. Is there anything that you wanted to say that's fucked up this week? Or do you just want to get into it and have some fun? Uh, You know, I I just want to say thank you for all the birthday wishes I have received from friends and family and Mm -hmm. listeners. You guys, that's so very sweet. Our internet friends. All my internet friends. I love Mm -hmm. you all very much. And uh, I... I'm 37 years old and uh um, that out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't I don't care anymore, you know? It's like <laughs> yeah. it is what it is. What is age? You don't look 37. So like does anyone really know that you are yeah. 37? No. Are you? No, you're not even actually 37 as far as I'm concerned. So I don't, I don't give a fuck anymore. Like yeah. who cares? Who cares? Who cares? This, this you know, everything is not exactly high and tight anymore, but mm. it's like it's fine. But it's where it's supposed to be. You it's know very what I mean? Comfortable. You know, I'm like a uh, <laughs> what? Don't know. A, a well-worn leather couch. Like I'm sophisticated, and I have a nice smell. Um, <laughs> okay, I have to say. <laughs> um, I the only leather couches I've ever seen have been disgusting. <laughs> No, I'm talking about like a classy leather couch, like a. Like I, where a, are those? I've never seen one. I'm you know, saying, like in a in a in a, a, a leather shop. Somebody's <laughs> yeah, no, somebody's like 
Upper West Side uh, loft, oh. and 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 it has a full library. Yeah, and there's a you know a, a a decanter of whiskey next to it or something. I don't know. Okay, well that yeah, it's very like J Crew catalog or something almost like very like bougie New Yorker. Yeah. Um, okay, that's cute. I'm thinking of like a black faux leather IKEA I'm sofa. I'm not talking. I'm not faux leather, bitch. Okay, you're right. But also, like, well, I never know if it's leather or real leather. But then I guess the fact that there's like duct tape on it should. Girl, give- you worked at a coach. You should know better. Come on. <laughs> I know. But truly, I've never seen a nice leather couch, I don't think, in my life. But that's not something people have. Yeah, you have. Yeah. I need I've to find se- I've one. I've seen obviously. them. I don't I don't own one, but I've seen them. I know yeah, they yeah. exist. They exist. That's that's the leather couch I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, that's good then. Cool, cool. cool. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh it has a nice patina on it. It's worn. Mm-hmm. It's comfortable, yeah. but like still sexy. Yeah. Like it's still it's got a shine to it. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. And an earthiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Who who knows? Uh, well, yeah. yes. That is – I'm feeling not 22. I am feeling the day after your 22nd birthday when you're hungover as mm. fuck. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're still fine and you're, like, ready to rage still. But, yeah. like, you're, like, achy and, like, ugh, you know? Yeah. That's what I feel like in the morning, like, all the time. So <laughs> – that's what they're being 37 is just well also just ready this- to rage but also achy yeah 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 <laughs> this year too is very hard because i feel like like i just woke up this morning and my neck was all fucked up and i oh, must dude. have slept weird but i think it's like oh the depression of current times is just mm-hmm. like very heavy and yeah. it's making your body ache in ways that it never has until now you know it's like not even an age thing it's just like oh we're all carrying around all this shit uh-huh. Hundred percent. I uh, that I have not been sleeping. I've been sleeping okay, but like it's starting to get to the point when I wake up in the morning, like you're saying, and you have like a stiff neck. It's that's how you carry your stress throughout the day, and like you just pass out, and then you're like, oh, yeah, everything is terrible. So yeah, and everything is. (sighs) Well, anyway, but right (laughs) now in this very moment, yeah, yeah, everything is fucking awesome because Nicole came over to my house Mm -hmm. tonight uh, before. Uh, dinner time mm-hmm. and dropped off a cocktail from mm-hmm. uh, one of our local Long Beach tiki bars. Mm-hmm. Look at this. Oh my shit. God. So this cute. Is, this is my tiki glass. People who are just listening, I'm holding yeah. up a tiki glass and it has a authentic painkiller <gasps> cocktail in it. And I mm-hmm. am loving it. I feel like, oh my God. bitch, I feel like I'm on vacation. I am at the swim up bar in Costa Rica. I am ready to get loose. Like oh my it's happening. God. I love it. Yeah. I last week I used my zombie mug, which is my usually my tiki mug of choice, but because I um you already used that last week, I wanted to showcase this other one. This is my porg from <gasps> oh. um from the Disneyland uh cantina in the Star Wars area that I went to at Christmas last year. It's it is so very cute. cute. Um, and Pete's drinking out of the um, Queen Mary stack yes. tiki mug, which is very fun. Speaking of parties, this is going to be a real <laughs> – I don't know if it's going to be a party, but we mm. are going to talk about some real shit. <laughs> it's real Scorpio shit here. Yes, the, po- the poison. 
Yeah. The, uh, the, uh, and uh, also, it's still spooky season, technically, today, right now. Yeah. And maybe for the next four years. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. It's as spooky as you want it to be in your heart, you know? <laughs> it's always spooky in this heart. Spooky in the heart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well. Woo. So good. What a jam. Okay. Is that the real words? No. But it's like the chills that you feel on your back and then satisfaction. Okay. You guys, the drinks that Nicole got from the Tiki Bar are very strong. Okay, I bet. Did you share with uh, DJ? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Okay, I was going to text you right before and be like, hey, don't forget to share it. Yeah, it's, it's very for two. Strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, we got it. We got yeah. it. We're good. Great. I, I remember it. from the last time we went to this Tiki Bar, like in real life, IRL, <laughs> how fucked up we got. So, yeah, I was on, on guard. Okay, good. <laughs> You knew. You knew. You learned. And that's how we know you're getting older and wiser. And that's, that's right. the benefit of getting older every year. You know what I mean? Yep. That's true. That is true. <laughs> okay. So we went to the dark side and we found our way to a female Scorpio mm-hmm. serial killer. And here we are. Here we oh go. Oh, my God. So today's topic is the Scorpio lady killer. <laughs> she is a lady, not a lady killer. Nanny Doss. She did kill a couple ladies. Yeah, she did. I mean, she's like, she's an equal opportunity killer. She is a killer. She she killed a a lady. lady. Yeah. And also she's a killer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So Nanny Doss was an American serial killer who was responsible (laughs) for the deaths of 11 people between, at some point in the 1920s, we're not sure when, but it was all through the through the 20s into 1954. Oh, my God. A very rare lady serial killer. Yeah, she was wacky. Mm. She was... I think wacky is... Mm, like, too cute? Too cute, too yeah. understated. Uh, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. a very, very awful and evil person. Okay, yeah, that's a, that's better. She, she really gives us Scorpios a bad name, okay? Oh, yes, yes. Oh my god! Um, and I'm I'm a little uh, upset about it. So her she did, however, earn some nicknames uh, through her 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 time as a serial killer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Giggling Granny mm-hmm. was one. I Ew. hate it. Um, <laughs> the Lonely Hearts Killer, kind of fun. Uh, the Black Widow. Fuck yeah! She, she was the OG Black Widow, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, watch out, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> Lady Bluebeard, which that fucking rules. Okay. I, well, it doesn't. It kind of sucks because it's like Bluebeard was like murdering a lot of women. But, you know. Oh, okay. I was like, where the fuck does this nickname come from? And I thought maybe she had like, you know how old ladies use the white hair shampoo oh. and it's like blue? But I was like, is she using it on her like chin whiskers? Which... I have plenty of, like, I'm fucking pulling those things out all the time, and it's so uh-huh. annoying. Bluebeard. Bluebeard. Bluebeard, Bluebeard Mackey. <laughs> not yet, because they're still, they're still black whiskers. Oh, yeah. They're oh, not okay. white yet. 
Yeah. But when they're white and I'm my hair's white and I'm using that shampoo on my head, I'm gonna use it on my chin. And your pubes. And my pubes. <laughs> I don't want them to be yellow. Ew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no, I want my pubes to be fucking pristine, so white, like marble. Like like gray and the Alabaster. white. <laughs> Well, I was thinking more like the gray and the white come together in like oh. a swirl, and then it's like a marble effect, just like on, on my head will be. Very classy, very classy. I love Do that. Do people use the blue violet shampoo on their pubes? They must. I'm sure somebody has in this world. <laughs> okay, this is a weird question, but do you have pubes when you're that old? Mm. Cause yes, I, <laughs> I want to say yes. But Someone like needs some to fact people, check this. Well, some people like have – like some people just like don't have hair like on their legs or something after a certain point in that's, time it's like yeah their body's that's what I'm growing it yeah I don't know yeah my because my grandma I remember like I don't I remember my grandma used to wear like these cute little pedal pushers that she would make and I remember seeing her leg one time she always wore pantyhose but she wasn't wearing them and I saw her legs and I was like oh Graham your legs are so smooth I was like, oh, you must have shaved or whatever. And she was like, no, I don't have to shave my legs anymore. There's just no hair. And I was like, oh, wow. must have something to do with menopause. But like mm-hmm. no matter how old I get, I feel like that I'll is – I will always have hair. <laughs> I will like, always have at least a pube, you know. <laughs> it's going to be – It's going to be like a minion head. <laughs> from the office where it's just like three pubes and I have to like I'm gonna like want to comb them so they're not all like uneven because I'll be upset by that so like I'm gonna have to like comb over my pubes I mean you just have to like Bruce Willis it at that point and shave your shave the whole thing you know no, like, with my shaky old bald. lady hand be no bald. by then my fucking meat flaps will be hanging to my knees I'm not gonna want to cut off my like clitoris and shit <laughs> God, God, Jesus, no. Oh, my God. Okay. Anywho. Uh, well, <laughs> I think she was called Lady Bluebeard, not because of her pubes. blue pubes, but okay, because great. of Bluebeard the pirate who was extremely murderous. Um, I didn't know okay. that. So that's, that was that. Those are her nicknames that she earned, which yeah. it's just like, why do we need to give these fucking assholes nicknames? Like, come on. Because it sells newspapers and it that sells is true. It sells ads. You know what I mean? You're right. You're it's right. catchy. It's marketing. it's marketing. Yes. Uh, oh, my God. So she was also – this is my favorite thing, though, that a newspaper or like any media ever printed about her was that she was a, quote, self-made widow, <laughs> which I don't know why that really just gets my funny bone, but – it's good because, yeah, it's fun. It's, it's very, so apropos. So dark. Yeah, it's like, so oh, dark, it's so this apropos. is perfect for her. Mm-hmm. Self-made widow. It's like a self-published author. <laughs> um, <sighs> so, but after her fifth, fifth husband died in a small hospital in Tulsa, Oklahoma, it was then revealed that her, she had done some fucked up shit and killed her four, previous four husbands. Uh, two of her children, her sister, her mother, uh, two grandsons, and a mother-in-law. Oh, man. <sighs> this woman. Oh, my God. I didn't even know about some of these, to be this honest. Is, this is so gnarly. Uh, and 
unlike a lot of serial killers, she went for the people in her life that were closest to her. Oh my god. Which is very gnarly. Because like you would have thought that she would have gotten caught like very – this is why people don't like murder everybody in their their family. Yeah. Like she just kept making new families and then murdering members of them. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Because like like, uh, I feel like by the third husband, normally someone involved would be like, it's weird that you've had three husbands die in a very similar fashion like and also you've had kids die and also you've had grandkids it's like what is what yeah and it's not even a um because like some people like that are it, it's like munchausen yeah you know, it's where it's like they thrive on the like uh the the attention they get yeah. uh from people being sympathetic to them being you know just having horrible luck or yeah. being surrounded by trauma and death yeah. and whatever um but i don't know i think this I think that might be part of it, but this woman, yeah, it, it is wild. She is a stone cold evil bitch for Dude. the things she did. Um, yeah, she definitely has Munchausen by proxy or whatever. Like, yeah, and also is a serial killer. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, she uh, she had five husbands, and mm. um, I don't know who in this in their right mind would have married this woman after all these deaths but it's like this was back in the 20s 30s 40s where you kind of could cover your tracks pretty easily um and everybody was just kind of like ready to fuck i guess (laughs) and if you were if you were gonna do it then you're gonna do it oh i don't know man it is also maybe she was like really aware of like what league she was in and was like maybe she was finding men in the league under her and like yeah they were like i'm a winner if this woman likes me you know what i mean yeah i mean because I she, she by all appearances she had a very uh happy-go-lucky demeanor which is why mm-hmm. she was called the giggling granny she was always like happy laughing like a, mm-hmm. she liked having a good time um and because of this like her outgoing personality i have a theory that in mm. this day and age if she was living now in this time she would have been out there on these apps mm. tender bumble match christian mingle farmers only <laughs> and she would have made a killing literally oh my oh my god oh I'm very, my god i'm sorry I'm no, I'm sorry. still caught on farmers only. <laughs> you don't have to be lonely. <laughs> farmers only. Is that how it goes? No. Sorry. <laughs> no, my Alexa just started playing. She was like, trying to get in on this. Bitch, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, my God. That is the whole story kind of in a nutshell, but not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is so much to it. So Yeah. Nanny was born Nancy Hazel. Yeah. Uh, which is a kind of a cool fucking name, honestly. Yeah. Fucking Sister Hazel, remember them? Mm. Yeah. 100%. Rock band. Real cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. She was she was born November 4th, 1905, uh, in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And she was one of four or five kids. I don't know what the Yeah. ambiguity on that one is but uh she had i guess by maybe she killed one (laughs) maybe in the womb or something i don't know yeah we don't know 
By all accounts, though, her mom was a nice lady, but her father yeah. was a real piece of shit. Oh, my God. Like, super abusive, just, like, angry, would, like, not let any of his daughters or I think his wife wear, like, makeup or nice, like, dresses or anything, like, made them stay home from school to do chores. A real shitbag. Yeah, he, like, didn't let the kids go to school because he wanted them to work at home. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I guess the number one reason for him not allowing his daughters or his wife to wear makeup or, or nice clothes was because he allegedly didn't want to expose them to, quote, men who could molest them. So this well, that is, means maybe he's a molester. Yeah, I think this is a, a case of uh, projection. Um, but, you know, who's to say? Yeah. Uh, but this – this little nugget is just kind of the first of a dump truck full of red flags that will rain down <laughs> upon us throughout this episode. Oh, my God. It is – yeah, there's so many red flags. I think there was uh, – there There was also rumors, like, depending on the source, that maybe she was physically abused by, like, townspeople Yeah, like, I, at some point, which I don't know if it was because of her dad or – what I, I'm not, I don't really know. It do, it doesn't say like definitively, but I think she had. It's safe to say she had a rough childhood. Yeah. Um. She also reportedly suffered a head injury when she was about seven years old. Uh, yeah. She hit her head on a metal bar on the seat in front of her when a train stopped suddenly. Thought she yeah. was on stop suddenly, and then so for years afterwards, she suffered from headaches, blackouts, and depression. Oof. And uh, we all know there's evidence that head injuries at a young age especially have been linked to extreme violence, um, violent behavior, oh. and also when exposed to uh, as a kid or as, you know, a young person, uh, uh, exposure to other psychosocial trauma such as abuse uh, whether it's emotional, physical, or even sexual, it does not uh, not bode well for that that person. Yeah, um, not a good recipe. Not a good recipe. She did not have a good start in life. Uh, yeah, I want to say it's like no wonder she grew up to be like kill a lot of people um, in her family. It's no excuse, but it's also like mm, mm -hmm. like I get it. I can connect the dots. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's not it's not fair, but it's also like yeah. this is this is the recipe, guys. Don't let's not let's not keep repeating this, okay? Let's not yeah. let this happen to anybody else. So right. let's like get her to see and talk to someone. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we know there's a bad there there's some bad ingredients in this pot. Yep. And uh and it's and arsenic. It kinda, <laughs> yeah. Mm, yes. That's that's the one. We so yeah. In 1921, she left home about 16 years old mm -hmm. uh, because she married her first husband, Charles Braggs, uh, yeah. whom she met at work. Um, they both worked at the Linen Thread Company. Mm. And her father, like, allowed this to happen because, I guess, she, I mean, you have to sign off on that kind of shit when you're only 16 years old. So Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that was a way for her to get away from her shit-ass family like situation. family situation, yeah. Also, like, back then, that is that really that weird? Like, people got married at, like, 16, 18, 20, you know, like, right? I guess. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's, not. It's. I think it was even still pretty young for, for even young. then. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is why she, like, needed her father's approval. Yeah. Um, and then she – so she moved in with this man, Charles Braggs, and mm-hmm. his mother, who uh, – his mother really fucking sucked and was, I think, <laughs> verbally abusive, uh, emotionally abusive to her. Oh, man. To Nanny. I- which also it's like – yeah, of course they had to move in with his mother because they're like teenagers who work in a linen factory or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay. And then that's not a great situation for newlyweds. And then on top of it, the mother-in-law is just like, just like her dad and super overbearing and like super conservative and icky. It's like, oh man. Yeah. Not a good start. Yeah. So this is – she went from – she traded one shitty situation for another. Yeah. And arguably yeah. it became worse because she uh, popped out four fucking kids in the span of – Oh, my God. Like not that many years. <laughs> no. Like fucking – like six years she popped out four kids. That's insane. Like – That's so many kids – To go from – okay, and also, like, she was 16 and over the course of six years, so what, she's 22 by the time she's had her fourth kid? She's only 22. Dude. I was so dumb at 22 and, like, doing dumb, weird shit. I know. Uh, Well, I mean, this this was a really – this this was a rough situation. And also, 1927 – the world is about to like come crashing down with the Great Depression. Yeah. So things are not going to get better for her. Um, no, they don't. So it, it's bad. Um, and so she's dealing with four kids, and I don't know that she's necessarily living in a in a a great financial situation either. So mm. and she has this abusive mother in law. She has this husband who fucking sucks. Um, yeah. Because he allows this woman to. Abuse his wife. Uh, abuse his wife. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't seem like he's helping with the kids at all. So. No. Bad sitch. Um, and apparently she realized it was not a good situation for her. <laughs> She's like, I don't like this. What can I do to get out? She um, did a real Casey Anthony thing. I'm sorry. That was in terrible taste. No, it was funny. Um, yeah, it was fucking – well, she killed two of her kids. She, she like, killed two of her kids. Well, now there's two less to worry about. It's so <sighs> bad. It is – she just like killed them with their breakfast one day and they just like died after right after eating breakfast. And yeah, and this was like chalked up to food poisoning, which I guess in those days you could just die from, so – Thank God we live in 2020 and, you know, can just be poisoned very obviously now, mm-hmm. not not sneakily yeah. by our mothers. Also, it's like, well, people can yeah. well, still, I guess. Yeah. But the worst part about this is, like, the husband was, like, a little put off by this. Like, mm-hmm. oh, no, our children died and, like, it's kind of weird. Um and then he was tipped off by an anonymous source to not eat food she made. Like, hey, your wife may have poisoned your two kids that are now deceased. Um, maybe don't eat anything she makes. And then he was like, huh. Yeah, that's weird. You know what? I think I'm going to take our oldest daughter and I'm just going to skedaddle. Yeah, he's like, you know, I think I'm going to like 
ignore sort of the fact that she killed two of her kids. But like, I'm going to be yeah. scared for me. And <laughs> I'm going to like, oh, you want to come with me, oldest yeah. daughter? Like, I, you're like sentient. So like, let's right. go. Yeah. Like, you are potty trained. I'll take that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the newborn. Yeah. Uh, you stay here with uh, killer mom. And um, I'll see you guys later. And yeah. he just fucking took off. Yeah. He fully like had another side piece who he yep. went to live with, took his oldest daughter and lived with this other woman and like left nanny with his mother-in-law or his mm-hmm. mother and his newborn baby. Oh, my God. Also, their <sighs> kids' names. I don't know about the two that died, which I'm sorry. I don't I don't know that. But Yeah, that um, was not in a lot of – Articles. Yeah, it's it's unknown. Um, but their daughter Melvina, which I'm guessing like someone in someone's family was called Melvin, and then they made it into Melvina for like a girl. Um, Why and does then- it sound like a cheese to me? <laughs> I'm sorry, Melvina. Because Melvi- it sounds like Melvina. <laughs> Melvina shells and cheese. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, okay, I think. Well, that name I thought was better than their newborn, who was called Florine, which is definitely something they put on your teeth at the dentist. <laughs> I kind of like it because it reminds me of like, I don't know, like a like a, a Flo- dish, a very a fancy like spinach dish, like Florentine. Eggs Florine. <laughs> Eggs Florine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, it reminds me of, oh, yeah. Did you rinse with Florine? Uh, oh, yeah. After you, it's like, oh, this toothpaste now a fluorine. Mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. what? No, I like yeah, egg fluorine. That's good. <laughs> oh my god. Well, they yeah. So he left fluorine behind, um, and also like, I, I don't know. This woman was awful, but like, so many of the men in her life were, they weren't as bad. They weren't killing people. Like, let's be like fair. Yeah, but. This guy was also just a huge piece of shit. Like, who leaves the fucking newborn baby with the woman who you suspect just killed your other two kids, you dumb piece of shit? Yeah, I mean, I guess because it's like, in those days, it's like, it was not, I guess, I don't know, you couldn't really argue to, like, take a newborn baby away from a a mother. I don't know. Mm. There was, like, weird... And maybe you know. he didn't want it. I mean, he didn't, he wasn't – I mean, he eventually abandoned both of his kids with her anyway. So, like, let's yeah. just, like, put that out there. But – Yeah. He eventually, like, brought his daughter back and he, like, remarried and everything kind of got garbled. Yeah. But she – after he left her, she moved back in with her parents and yeah. it was all kind of no, – nobody thought anything was amiss. Yeah. At all. Yeah, nobody except for the husband, but he couldn't really prove anything, I guess. So, I guess, and also, well, if they would have done autopsies on the kids, I think they would have known. Um, but like, maybe that wasn't a maybe that was like a rare thing back then. But it just feels weird. But also not that weird, and not that you know unexpected in terms of how men act, especially in that time period yeah. of like a guy being like, okay, these are your kids. I have a new family now. I'll see. Yeah. Like yeah. that's pretty, that was pretty a normal thing. Um, yeah, for so sure. yeah, she moved back in with her parents. She got full custody of Melvina and, uh, Florine and that was it. She like got a job. Um, and she just was like living her life. Yeah. 
Then she finds a new husband. Mm. His name was Robert Franklin Harrelson. They Robert Franklin Harrelson. It sounds like <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. Robert Franklin Harrelson. <laughs> it's the same number of syllables, I think. Yeah, it's yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, so she meets this guy and marries him in 1929, and they meet through a Lonely Hearts newspaper column. Yeah. And that was like back in the day, that was like how you met strangers and started dating them. It was the Dude. the tender of its time. It was the tender of its time. It is and, yeah, that's what you had. If especially if you had killed your two kids already. It's like you need to go you need to like not date anyone from your like yeah. l- very local area. You gotta yeah. go a couple towns over. Yeah, it's like uh it's like women seeking men, men seeking women, mm-hmm. like you know, it's it's that kind of thing. Misconnections. And, and this is like um this is something from her childhood that kind of carried over into her adult life. She as a kid would always read these romance novels and would read the the Lonely Hearts uh newspaper columns mm-hmm. when she was a little when she was younger. And so she had this kind of idealized idea of what love and marriage and having a husband or whatever should be. Yeah. But the reality of that is that you, in order to have a relationship, it's not like you just have this perfect thing, but that's what she kind of was always expecting and her expectations were always impossible to live up to because – well, because she, she picked garbage men also. Like, she picked garbage men and a Lonely Hearts newspaper column was not not the place for it. So. Not the place. Yeah, not the place. So she meets this man, falls in love. Well, I don't necessarily think falling in love was the part of the equation, but she meets this yeah. man and they get married in 1929. They live in Jacksonville with her two daughters, Melvina and Florine. Mm-hmm. And then – after a few months into the marriage, she realizes, uh, this guy is also a piece of shit. Um, he's an alcoholic and has a criminal record for assault. Oh, and wow. I, girl, you got to fucking figure this shit out before you do the marriage part. You yeah. Need a, you need a courtship to like learn these things. Um, but despite all this, despite her figuring this out months later after she'd married him, mm-hmm. They stayed married for 16 years. <laughs> what Which, a different time. Yeah. Also, it's like courtships. Like you've heard the the stories about like, oh, my parents dated two times and then they got married or whatever. Yeah. It's like my grandparents dated. That's not really our parents, but. My great like, grandparents went on two dates. Yeah, they exactly. Got in a, they got in a, a car accident and almost died, and then yeah. they got married, like, immediately. So many people have yeah. those stories, like, grandparents, great-grandparents, where it's like, they had three dates, they said, this is good enough, which it's almost like an arranged marriage mm. at that point, because it's like... You don't you, know this person. You yeah. don't know this person. You know where they come from, what their financial situation is. It's all mm-hmm. very, like, shallow-type stuff. Um and it's just very weird. Like she – there's no way she would know this man. And no. she just kept getting into the same situations. Probably, you know, because these guys, I would imagine, seemed like fun at first, especially if they're like big drinkers or whatever. And like, Yeah. And she liked to have a good time. She was she like – She liked to have a good time. She's everybody's funny. Everybody's cool. And, like yeah. let's hang. And then it was like, okay, you're doing – now you have to do the like real part of the relationship and this is yeah. – you're now one-on-one with this 
other human being and it's not they are flawed extremely flawed not just like regular flawed but like they they got some shit going on (laughs) they got some baggage and you know what another red flag is for me is like this is fucked up but it's like a guy the connotation of marrying a woman who was divorced already with children in this time period is weird. Like that was a weird thing to do, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it was. It was. You just. It's like you had. There, everything was very obviously divided. There was. There was such a, a much more defined hierarchy of social mm-hmm. class and, yeah. and standing mm-hmm. uh, within society back in these days. So it's like you had to go down several levels if this yeah. was your lot in life. Yeah. And for her, it wasn't with her – or her current situation when she found the second husband. She was a divorced woman with two children and she yeah. had to go down several levels in the in the social oh, hierarchy. Yeah. So – Yeah. And, and he was willing to, to, to do that. So Yeah, 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 yeah. During the time that she's married to this man, uh, yeah. in the in the within the sixteen years she's married to this man, her oldest daughter Melvina gets married and starts her own family. Yeah, uh, and so the first son Robert <laughs> is born in nineteen forty three, mm-hmm. and then Melvina had a daughter two years later. Yeah, now this is very upsetting. Yeah. Uh, if you want to skip forward a Trigger couple warning. minutes, this yeah. is – it's pretty rough. So I'm just going to say what happened next. Yeah. She – well, she killed her daughter. She killed her granddaughter. She killed she, Melvina's daughter. Melvina gave birth yeah. to the baby and at the hospital, um, you know, there was a, a pretty high chance that babies would just die. Uh yeah. Is right. it – it's a lower – like back then it was just a lower infant mortality rate. Yeah. It's like f- babies that were born in hospitals didn't always survive. Lots of babies were born stillborn. Like mm-hmm. there was lots of complications all the time. Mothers died a lot. Like yeah. the, just the whole thing was not at the level, you know, it is now. We didn't have the science. But like this baby was born healthy by all accounts. Yeah. And – uh in the hospital, apparently, Nanny got a hold of the baby, and uh, this is so fucked. Dude. Uh, I don't even know how to, like, even say this, but she basically stabbed this baby in the brain with a hairpin. I said she gave her a hairpin lobotomy, which I think is rude. <laughs> well, but also, that is, like, pretty happened. much what happened. Um, it is, I do- I- Yeah. There is no coming back from this. Like any uh, redemption this woman might have had, even I mean, she already blew she past already killed that. Two of her she, kids. She'd already killed two of her own children, um, and you know this was this was. I, I don't know how you do this. This is so fucked. Um, yeah, it's also. I think what's interesting about this too. Well, first of all, it feels a lot more violent somehow. Um, maybe because it's a newborn, but also you're in a hospital cause she was in the hospital when she killed the baby. Yeah. So it, like the fact that someone could come in and I've been watching a lot of Dexter. So like maybe this is the thrill of it or whatever, but it's like the fact that someone could come in at any moment is wild to me that she still went through with it, but she did. 
Yeah. And, and like and nobody really knew what happened. They couldn't yeah. figure out what was what had happened to the baby. Mm-hmm. Uh the doctors didn't I guess do a thorough examination or something. They just were like, "Oh, babies die all the time," kind of thing and yeah, I mean, I this is, like, very maybe gross, but it's, like, how soft is an infant skull that, like, you could do that and then pull it out? Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the logistics. If she, like, stabbed it in the side of the head or through the ear or whatever. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, it's it's wild that, like – also, I was thinking, though, when we were doing the notes, based on the class of these people, like – you were saying how there was such a clear hierarchy if they weren't a high enough class to be given the attention of the medical staff they probably were just like oh yeah babies die all the time anyway you're taking up a bed can you leave yeah you know what i mean and maybe the doctors did suspect something but they were just like you know what we're we're too too busy we're too you know whatever yeah who knows did not care well, no, this is the thing that makes me think maybe they were like a little bit of a lower class and no one was really paying attention is how many people she killed before she got caught that were yeah. close to her because it's 100%. like anybody who even knows this family as a family friend would be suspicious. Like, yep. yeah. how oh, how many people in your family have died? It's like it, it, we're way beyond a coincidence. And so it does make me think, one, she moved around a lot, which she did, and two – they were of a social class where people just didn't bother. Like, yeah, and it is what it is. It's super a lot of people up. had their own fucking problems then, and it was just kind of yeah. It was like another fucking wild west during this. It was. Uh, I don't know. It was. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Really fucked up. So that yeah. happened, and then um, a short time later, uh, Melvina's son. The, yeah. the Robert, the, the, her nanny's grandson, Robert, mm-hmm. died of asphyxiation while he was in nanny's care. Um, <gasps> so she killed both of her grandchildren. Grandkids. Yeah. Uh, um, which also the other other fucked up thing about this is that um, there were reports that Melvina maybe saw her kill the newborn daughter. Oh. Um, but that she was on drugs after yeah. having children. Like they would put women on morphine and stuff after they had children in those days. Um, and she was like fucked she up. She was fucked up. In general. Yeah. And yeah. couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. But she maybe saw her mom with the hairpin kill mm-hmm. her own baby. So, but it, yeah, it's like kind of an unreliable witness type thing, but um, it's super fucked up. And yeah, she definitely, I mean, was with Robert when he died of asphyxiation. But again, no one, like, no authorities got involved. Nothing was, like, no yeah. one was like, hey, maybe we should all, like, be aware of this. It was just like, oh, I'm sorry that your do- both of your daughter's children are dead now, and we don't know what happened. Yeah. Oh, and it's <laughs> so crazy that they were both, like, you were literally holding both of them when it happened. That's yeah. so awful for you. So awful. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's so, so fucked. Yeah. So then. Oh, my God. In the same year, so this is like all just within a year, like 1943. Yeah. Still. Um, oh no, this is 1945. This is 1945. Yeah. Yeah. So the, her. Oh, sorry. The the granddaughter she killed in 1943. Yeah. And then a couple years later is when she she killed Robert. Um, Something. Yeah. 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 Um. So then 
the same year though that her her grandson Robert died. Yeah. Her husband, uh, the the war had just ended. Like World, World War II. World War II yeah. just ended. Everybody's fucking psyched. We are Dude. on the upswing. Every like the world is like celebrating. It's yep. it's a fucking party out here. Yeah. Um, and of course, as you remember, this guy, her her second husband, was a drunk. Is a was a drunk. Um, yeah. And he took the opportunity to just really of World War Two being over to really party it up. Dude. So, which could out. you imagine? Like, be like this was within literal days of Japan surrendering to the U.S. Yeah. And a bunch of his friends come back from, from overseas, and yeah. people are getting turnt. turnt. It is. People are just like fucking out all night, all the time, just raging. And this man already had a proclivity for drinking. Yeah. So he he went out one night and he got fucked up and came Dude. home and wanted to like do some sex yeah. uh, with Nanny. And she was like, absolutely not. You're mm-hmm. too drunk. And then he just fully, again, trigger warning, raped her. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he rapes her. She is not having it. Um, so, yeah, she poisoned him. Wow. She had a line and that was it. Um, yeah. He crossed that fucking line hard. He crossed that line, which it's like, yeah, it is. It's like, okay. I, I mean, we already said they, they were married for 16 years before she killed him. Yeah. Um. So, like, that was it. That was her threshold, I suppose. But then it's like, what did the kids do to her? You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I, I have some thoughts on that later. Oh. But, yeah, um, mm-hmm. there's no justification for it. But mm-hmm. I, I, I'm trying to, like, figure out this woman as we sure. talk about her. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the next day she, I guess, poisoned one of his hidden moonshines. I guess he used to bury them in the yard. Oh She's out there doing some yard work and she finds one of his jars like buried in the dirt. Mm-hmm. She puts fucking rat poison in it and like just does a little topper of rat poison on that Ugh. moonshine and he drinks yeah. it. And uh, he died like a week later. He find he digs it up out of the yard. Imagine having like a garden of moonshine. That would be kind of cool. Um <laughs> Uh, what a fun time, except if it's poisoned with rat poison. Yeah. Does um, it only grow at night? <laughs> yeah, that's why it's called moonshine. Yeah. Oh, I like Shines it. in the moon. Oh, um, my God. So September 15th, 1945, that motherfucker died from drinking poison moonshine. He found um, it. And Nanny had taken out a life insurance policy, I guess, at the time for her grandson, Robert, which – very sus, bitch. Come on. Oh, yeah. Hella sus. You are. <laughs> what are you doing? Which one of us, which one among us is a killer? Let's look at who has taken out a life insurance policy. <sighs> I yeah. mean, so she's collecting $500 on her grandson's life insurance policy yeah. that she initiated. Yeah. And then her husband just dies. And I'm sure. I'm she sure. gets some money from his – like, he probably had a life insurance policy. Mm-hmm. So she's, like, 
suddenly free of all of the oh obligations. Everything is off her shoulders. She's like, bitch, let's go get some more dick. Yes. Um, She's like, let me – she's like, is Papyrus still open? Because I got so much cash I want to spend on some new stationery for the Lonely Hearts Club. She's like, oh, oh, can you put my initials on this? Yeah, I just got $500. So. Uh, how much is the embossing going to be? Yeah. You know what? I don't even care. I don't even need to ask. <laughs> I can it. afford it. Um, you know what? Throw it in. <laughs> so she's like get, hits up the Lonely Hearts Club again and yeah. – she finds another man, Artie Lanning of mm-hmm. North Carolina. Mm. Um, she's just like, I guess, I want to say she's like perfuming all of her letters. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like I, I'm also very curious if like, if the Lonely Hearts Club. Um... <sighs> I, You know she's like putting some pussy talk in that, in those letters. Dude, she's, there's fucking, yeah, she's like my large, wet Flaps. What what did they yeah what would they say back then they're like my mom's pubis or whatever I don't know <laughs> my sweltering mom's pubis <laughs> God well it sounds like a, a mountain in the jungle <laughs> is she like is she like my magic bean has Ugh. been planted <laughs> for no, you. God. I um, want you to be my giant and ride my beanstalk. No, I don't know. Um, no, I want to be the giant and ride. Oh, oh right. Fum. That makes sense. Come. Stick your fingers me- in my bum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fee fi fo fum I will ride your magic beanstalk, hun. I don't know. Till I come. <laughs> yeah. 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 There we go. Um, that's how okay. they talked back that's in the That's how 40s. they talked. <laughs> No, she so was like, Malige. Uh, <laughs> Hi, no, honey. No. You want to fuck this yeah. bean? Oh, <laughs> my God. Huh. <laughs> Hi, do you like bands? Well, no, that's like fucking <laughs> South Park. <laughs> it's like the Canadian like accent Philip from and South Terrence. Park. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, do you guys like bands? Hi. Hey, guys. Do you like perfume bands? I'll spray my Chanel number five on my bed. <laughs> and it's like, what? No, ma'am. What are you ma'am. talking about? <laughs> please. Ma'am, please. Back away. Okay, but I do think she was maybe catfishing dudes. And oh, like, yeah. Like you said, she's like spraying perfume. I think she's putting in pictures that are like fully not her. Do you, maybe. You know, or like had, young her. You know what I mean? It's like, here's this old she, ass picture. She was cute when she was young. Yeah, she was cute. Yeah, totally. But it's and also by this point, she still is kind of young. Like she's in her late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, like, she's like only in her thirties. Like she's yeah. still she's still high and tight. She's got she's got things going for her. Yeah. But she still has murdered many people. Yeah, yeah. She's a many children specifically. Uh yeah. so and and her husband. Um, right. So the next guy, Artie, is like, hey, what's up? Um, let's get married. And then she marries him, finds out he's also another huge drinker. Yeah. I don't know if he's an asshole or not, but, like, she has I mean, you're it. unpleasant. Uh, yeah. Like, you're, most alcoholics aren't, like, like – 
super sweet and and they're you know be being continuously hung over all the time is taxing truly (laughs) um so he she kills him um people Mm -hmm. thought though he might have had the flu which was going around and flu kills people all the time but she was actually just poisoning this man yeah um i was wondering if maybe she was like micro dose micro (laughs) micro dose my girl <laughs> bitchy drunk i'm drunk this cocktail is so strong I okay i was wondering if she was micro dose poisoning i, mm. I was saying dose because of poison <laughs> uh i was wondering if she was micro dose poisoning like basically just the entire town by this point because it's like how convenient that the flu is going around was she like yeah. did she oh, have her little sick. mitts oh yeah yeah oh it's like oh is everybody eating your chili at the church cook-off or whatever it's like oh great so like the whole town has a little bit of poison in their system so now you can easily poison your husband and be like well everybody's kind of sick she's just crop dusting everybody in town <laughs> with arsenic yeah uh- <laughs> she's arse dusting people <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, what? Uh, I don't so know. So this poor man, Artie, <laughs> dies in 1950, and then she yeah. went to go live with her sister after this. Like she <laughs> is like truly just free and clear again, and she's like, "Hey, sis, what's up?" Yeah. And her sister, I think, was like, um, I think she was like bedridden or had some some health issues Mm. so obviously easy easy target she has the the taste for murder now so she killed her sister (laughs) this is oh my god it's like truly getting so ridiculous like at this point it feel this is what was weird doing the notes it feels like cavalier to be like and then this person died and then this person died but it's like honestly this woman just killed that many people and was like okay next yeah next Okay, um, next, like, we're, this is it. Yeah, she killed a lot of people, and yeah. she was like, thank you, next, by Homicidal Grande. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. That oh, my God. <laughs> no, that was so funny. Oh, my God. I didn't even see it in here. That's great. I'm glad I didn't see it. That was so funny. Oh. Homicidal. Oh my god! Thank you. Next, yeah, she oh my god. just is out here murdering left and right. Um, so then she hits up the apps again, mm-hmm. aka the Lonely Hearts Club, writing shit, and finds another guy, Richard L. Morton. They met and- through the Lonely Hearts. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I'm I'm yes. saying like you see what I'm saying. She was on Tinder. She would literally slay, yeah. literally, yeah. Would slay, dude. She, that's what. Yeah, it, this this is wild. <laughs> it's wild that like also when you look at the dates of all these marriages, time like no time is going past. And yeah, again, it goes back to what we were saying about like, well, you just meet twice, and you're like, yeah, I guess we could bone for the rest of our well, lives. Well, except for the her second husband, who she was married to for right. like sixteen, 16 years. years. But, yeah, but then it's like it's starting to pick up speed here. She's yeah, yeah. A, she's a, a rolling stone now, like <laughs> going down a hill. Yeah, um, she's like fuck you and your moss. No, thank yeah. you. I'm just gonna I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Stone, Good day. moss, whatever. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Uh, so she married this man, it, Rick, Rick Morton, Rick L. Morty. Um, 
Rick and Morty. <laughs> Uh, she married him in 1952 in Kansas, and yep. so not long after their marriage, he starts stepping out on her. Like, it's – I don't know that he's, like, a heavy drinker like the other ones, but yeah. he's adulterous. And, like, also, by the way, in all the other marriages woven in was a, a level of adultery. Mm. Everybody's kind of, like, willy-nilly with their with their willies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's uh, – he's – fucking around on her and she's like i don't like this um but then and so that was like not cool but she's like whatever man and then nanny's mother moves in with them uh her father her piece of shit father dies uh, yeah and then nanny's mom comes to live with them which you've you've heard the old adage where it's like if your marriage is bad have your mother-in-law move in yeah it's a very (laughs) Saves the marriage. Yeah, totally. Makes everything way better. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So their (laughs) marriage is extremely strained. Um, Nanny's mom is there. And yeah, after uh, she gets there, she starts getting sick. Yeah, she's literally there for like a few days. Yeah, she's like, man, ever since I I got here, my stomach's been hurting. Mm Mm-hmm. And Nanny's like, oh, what? That's so weird. Oh, maybe oh it was something God. you ate. Like when my two kids uh, got food poisoning, sounds so much <laughs> like what happened with them. Are you are you okay? <laughs> oh, you know what? That sounds exactly like when my everyone died. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> like you're having the same symptoms of everybody I know in my yeah. life that's died. Oh weird. Um, so she killed her mom. Um, <laughs> she poisoned her mom because her mom was probably like – I don't know, a sad, too, sad, too much yeah. of a burden. And she was like, mom, I, I have this situation with my marriage. I just like literally cannot with you right now. Yeah. So I'm going to have to put you down. Uh, so oh. she did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. She did. She no put one's her, surprised. She put poison in her mother's food, killed her. Yeah. Don't act then, surprised. Yeah. Don't be surprised. Uh, three months later, poor Rick died. Mortz. Ricky Mortz died after drinking a thermos full of coffee. Wow. I think Nanny made it. I think um, – <laughs> Nanny made it and Mort drank it. At this point, it would be a coincidence if somebody just died of natural causes in her life. Like, that would be wild. Um, but the worst part of waking up is Nanny poisoning your cup. Okay? <laughs> I'm sorry again <laughs> for these terrible jokes. I wanted to say there was a family – friend that my family used to make fun of (laughs) they had a bowl they just had like cheesy like um pampered chef type stuff i guess Mm. and this was the 90s my parents had it too but they had a bowl um that said made it ate it oh god i know exactly who you're talking about (laughs) i know maybe i'll bleep their names out but my family would and still does make fun of that bowl like we laugh for hours. We will. It it be it like became part of like we would make shit jokes around it or like weird <laughs> sex things, which yeah. is like it's like my family would just like get on a tangent with that bowl and we would just like. <laughs> I can call my dad right now and he would have like three jokes. A million. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It would be. You should call him. You should call him and record that shit. (laughs) 
I should. Oh my god. Yeah, I I should. Oh my god. I need to hear it for myself. Yeah, oh, man. it's so funny. Literal hours of entertainment oh, from that one god. bowl. Anyway, that's so good. Um, <laughs> oh god. Okay, so poor poor Ricky Mortz. Yeah, is dead after a poison coffee from Nanny. Yeah. Then we're finally on to the fifth and final husband, um, the the last boss, Sam Doss. <laughs> sorry, um, the so final sorry. boss. I'm sorry. This drink was so strong, dude. I know, but mine's been empty forever, and I'm so upset. Yeah, well, it's fine. She meets her fifth and final husband, Sam Doss. Again, she meets him through the Lonely Hearts Club or whatever. Jesus, does she have a lifetime membership? I mean, she's their best customer, to be (laughs) very clear. Sam Doss. Oh, my God. Sam Doss joined the Sergeant Nanny's Lonely Hearts Club band, (laughs) and he did not enjoy the show. I'm sorry. That's my last bad joke. I'm done. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, so Sam Doss lived in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So she moved there. She's on a Rolling Stone gathers no moss, you guys. Nope. We're in she Tulsa. Moved now. there. We're in Tulsa. Um, she married him in June of 1953. Literally, like, okay, when did she wear? She married Morty. Uh, uh like fifty-two. Two years? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, fifty-two. She married Morty. So fifty-three. Yeah. She's right on the next one. Like I think probably less than a year later, she's married yeah. to an, her 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 fifth husband. Yeah. Uh, no red flags are raised by by this to anyone because it's like nobody in her life is alive anymore to even notice or care. Yeah, um, that's fair. So she moves in with him in June of 1953, and this man is neither abusive nor is he an alcoholic. Uh, but I think he was like very puritanical yeah he seemed like hardcore christian type like he uptight he went to so she's kind of hit all the bases of abuse i mean Mm. it it, in the in the notes it says that he wasn't abusive but like he was controlling he was controlling yeah yeah he wasn't he wasn't physically abusive and he wasn't a drunk which all of her other husbands were yeah. Um, but he had his own thing. Yeah, he had his own uh flavor of, of yeah. uh yuck. He's um, like, I'm Sam Doss and I'm my own thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he didn't want her to uh read magazines, watch television, uh he didn't want her to partake in anything that was like frivolous or silly, yeah. things that weren't educational. Um, he was like, absolutely not. They do not belong in this house, which, ugh, God, dude. Yeah, he sounds real fun. He's like a fucking – Wet blanket. Yeah, completely. Um, yeah. I was going to go the opposite direction and say like a dried piece of fruit, <laughs> but I don't know. He's like a dry – he's like a fucking – I love dried fruit, so taped Ikea good. leather sofa. Oh, there we go. We're we're back. We're back to it. Uh <laughs> So he was no fun. And remember, she was like kind of a fun time gal. Uh, yeah. So she was – didn't like him because of that. Like she was like, God damn it. Like I can never – I'm just uh, so unlucky in love. It's like, well, ma'am, you are literally choosing the worst men the available. Worst. You're you're literally – no, she's not even choosing. She's just like 
the first person that responds, she's like, yes, I'll marry you. It's like, no, have some, have some t- discernment, have some taste, have, have a process where you evaluate your potential suitor. You know what like, I mean? I feel like if she just would have put a little, if she would have put an ounce of the energy mm-hmm. into murdering people as she would have put, as she could have put into like a grift, she mm. could have been, you know, great. She could have been great. <laughs> yeah. She could have you married know? like a Rockefeller or something. It's mm-hmm. like, listen, you are a professional liar and a phony. Why don't you translate this, use this as a skill set, put it on your resume, become something, you know? Yeah. Instead, 100%. she just really went the wrong direction. Yeah. Um, And I guess she, she was tired of this guy, but then he – started to like get even more uptight because he would not yeah. put her on his bank account. Which yeah. that is a huge red flag if you're in a relationship, if you're in a, a marriage. I mean, oh. it's you can have separate bank accounts, like that's fine, but when somebody like flat out refuses and like doesn't He didn't want her to have her own money. He doesn't yeah, he Red flag. Not, that's handmaid's tale bullshit. Yeah, we don't like that. Um We do not like that. So Guess he's what? very controlling. She's <laughs> she like, fuck that. <laughs> and he's like, she's like, oh, sir, you have tangled with the wrong one. Yeah. Um, and she actually like would leave this guy. Like she'd leave for months at a time. She'd like go fuck other dudes, I think. She'd go oh, have good her, for her. She'd I mean, go have her fun time. Yeah. Uh, and then she'd come back and then he finally was like, all right, like you can have access to the bank account. Yeah. Um, Because she was like, if you're not going to give me access to the bank account, I'm just going to, I guess, what is this? Like, what are we doing here? Uh, But so he finally, like, as an attempt to, like, keep her wrangled, allows her to have access to the – allows her to have access. Uh, But in the meantime, she had already taken out two life insurance policies on him. Uh Uh-oh. Red flag. You're in danger, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) You're in danger, Doss. Yeah, oh, uh, Mr. Doss. Uh, she tried Fucking to kill him. Dawson's Creek, am I right? <laughs> he didn't. I don't want to wait to kill my husband. She, this is really funny. You should read this part because you obviously made the note and it's good. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> this is just, yeah, so... Clearly, she's setting up to kill him. What she tries to do is kill him with a poisoned prune cake, which is so rude to me. Uh, so I think she was like trying to like be a doting wife when she when she with go a prune up, cake. Well, like you don't know what they were doing back in the fifties. They were doing True. some the prunes were in everything. Food, yeah. Also, like a prune, as I was reminded recently, is just a dried plum, and that's how it gets a bad. Like, oh, this is from Chelsea Handler stand up. Uh, if you call it a dried plum, people will eat it, but because it, prunes have connotation with shit, it's like, yeah, it's bad. Sorry, I was slurping my. The oh, that's okay. Drink. I know. I really there's like a tiny, tiny bit in there. Well, prunes are delicious, and she made a cake out of one and tried to poison him with it. So. Mm. But guess what? It didn't work. He just ended up in the hospital for a month, the most regular he's ever been. Because prune he was like poop. He was like, "Woo, that prune cake really got me." He's like, "That was a good cake." 
he he was like, oh my god, I feel fifty pounds lighter. I've been in the I hospital for a month. Shit like that in fifty years. <laughs> I shit out some food I ate as a teenager. Yeah. And let me tell you, it was amazing. And yeah, no, he he was in the hospital for a month, soups regular. And then, of course, uh, he was released. They returned home. And very soon after, he actually died. She uh, killed him with her special coffee, which instead of like i was thinking kind of like an irish coffee you know when there's like baileys and whiskey in it or whatever but it's mm-hmm. like a russian coffee cuz there's mm. poison in it mm-hmm. um and i was thinking oh it's like it's like coffee and not baileys or not kahlua it's kill you kill you <laughs> i don't know oh. those are my bad jokes for this episode thank i love you. it i love it thank love you it. uh well <laughs> he's dead she he's killed dead. him. Yeah, he's very dead. Uh, and finally, somebody in this fucking saga is like, Jesus Christ. Excuse me, ma'am. It is strange that your husband died so suddenly after being sick. Yeah. Which I don't know. That doesn't seem weird to me. Uh, but somebody in the medical profession was like a little wary of the situation. And they suspected foul play, and he asked Nanny if they would, if they could do an autopsy, and she was stupidly uh, agreed to it. Yeah. Um, I wondered though if it was like a karmic thing, like if she was like, okay, yeah, you can do this autopsy on him because they, the doctor, like convinced her by being like, oh, but it might save future people who are ill. You know, like we need to know this information as doctors and science professionals. Yeah, and she's like, like this. This is such a random case. I, yeah, yeah. I, it's I think, helpful. Yeah. So she was like, oh yeah, yeah. If it's of gonna save I'll, lives, of course I'll help. And so yeah. they do the the autopsy. They find his intestines riddled with arsenic. And they alert the police who arrest and charge Nanny with his murder. Um, Game over. Yeah. So they arrest her and they're questioning her about this situation. And she admits to all of the murders that she's done. (laughs) And they're like, oh, wait. I'm sorry. We were just talking about this one, but – yeah. Okay, sure. Yikes. Uh, I'm going to need more notepads and more pencils, please. Yeah. She's like, oh, wait, hold on. There's more. Uh, oh, I just remembered. Uh, yeah. My, my mother-in-law from yeah. my third, fourth, third? I yeah. can't remember. My One sister. One of those marriages. Uh, oh, I had two kids initially. Um, yeah. Yeah. So she just like really goes for it. She she just, bleh, you know, yeah. to these uh, – police officers and um even the prosecutors once they like build a case against her they didn't focus on any of the other deaths they just mm-hmm. went in for the the death of Sam Doss uh her fifth and final husband and uh i think it's just it was too much and it was maybe like statute of limitations logistics yeah also they were in oklahoma they mm-hmm. they these all these other murders were in other states yeah. they were like hey do you guys want to do anything about this they're like no no it's okay yeah. you guys just like put her in jail or whatever um yeah it was too, too much work and trouble cuz that's a lot of murders to yeah. like suss out and untangle 
the yeah they were like oh my god we can't even like deal with this but some of the other states where she had committed murders did pull together cases and charge her but i don't think it ever went to trial so like everybody was like backups essentially they were like this woman is a murderous bitch and like we all have some backup info in case this doesn't go well but like the focus was on the oklahoma case with Sam Doss. Yeah, because it was like fresh. They had fresh. the they had, a body. they had and they had like you know really hard evidence against her, yeah. and they also had a, a you know a confession mm-hmm. right from the source. So yep. it they just they didn't need to, and I mean, in seeking justice for these people and for the victims, like like what do they? I, I don't know. Like what can be done, but. I think that was like her thing is that it was she was like trying to like be like, yes, I killed all these other people. And it was like already obvious at that point, I think, to anybody who is that in her peripheral orbit at all. (laughs) She was just a murderer. Yeah. I think it was like, oh, okay, everything's clicking into place. I mean, they did end up exhuming the bodies of the other people she admitted to killing and they found – they did uh, autopsies after the fact, like when yeah. they had exhumed them, and they did find arsenic in a lot of the bodies that she had poisoned. So, like, it all clicked into place. I feel like they were just like, you know, we don't need to waste our time. She's already an older woman. She's going to get potentially the death penalty if we, you know. Pursue it. Yeah. Pursue this in Oklahoma for just her husband that just died. So like, that's good. And then all the other stuff, maybe we'll get to it, but like, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. And so they, yeah, they just, uh, they prosecuted her. And at the time, um, they did have the death penalty on the table Mm -hmm. in Oklahoma. Yeah. The judge had the death penalty on the table, but at some point during the two years of the trial, he ended up declaring her insane like during the trial. And so he ended up taking the death sentence off the table because he was like, this would look really bad for me. If not only I killed a woman, but also she was an insane woman. Well, and it was because during the trial, uh, so she was nicknamed the giggling granny because when she would talk about the details of the deaths, she would oh. smile and giggle. Oh, uh, so, so that was really, really chilling. And I think that was like a huge Gosh. factor. Yeah, it was a huge factor in why the judge was like, uh, no, 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 this is not a, this is not, not right. Like this yeah. person is not yeah. in the right mind. So yeah. yeah, she was obviously found guilty of Doss's murder and then she was sentenced to life in prison. Um, she actually blamed her head injury when, when she was a kid and she hit her head on the metal bar on the train, uh, of all the murder. Like, that's what she was like blaming all of her behavior on. Yeah. Like it must be when I, from when I bumped my head. Yeah. Like what (laughs) else would it be? Like, and that in, you know, is a legitimate thing that actually does cause people's behavior to. Dude very drastically radically and violently changed but nfl dude yeah yeah exactly it yeah it's hard to just like talking about like 
again, it's like, okay, if she killed her husband's, like, yeah, I don't know. They, a lot of them were, like, pretty shitty to her and not very nice. And it was, like, very triggering of her situation growing up. And she did not have good relationships with men, it sounds like, um, like, before she even got married. So you're like, okay, maybe it was, like, a self-defense thing. But then on the other, it's like, well, or was it, like, a sport? Because yeah, it's like at some she point was, she was like the proto uh, Eileen Warnos or something. Yes, you know, yeah. like where she was just like it's a game. It was it be it started out as one thing and then it ended up something else to her entirely. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Oh man. Well, well she. Uh, so we said that they took. Um, uh, the death penalty off the table. So she didn't, she didn't end up getting the death penalty, but she got life in prison. However, um, she died 10 years after being sentenced to life in prison in 1965 on the 10th anniversary of her incarceration. And, uh, she did not like being there. She pretty quickly was like, I wish I would have gotten the death penalty. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, it just obviously isn't a fun place to be. And you can't kill people in prison. I think they make it pretty hard. So yeah, she was she was bummed. She was cut like cut off from her hobby and just withdraw. You know, yeah, she had no lonely hearts club to mm-hmm. to pop into every now and then. Yeah. Oh, what a bummer. Her dating apps got taken away. They did. They were all. Oh, she she um lost all of her passwords. She was locked out of all of her dating apps. <laughs> Although, like, hello, she was banned. She was from banned. society. She was, doxed. she was doxed from the dating apps of society, aka Lonely Hearts. Call them. So yeah. weird. Yeah, this was a very uh, upsetting thing to read about, and uh, God, uh, interesting because the way she uh, moved through life was very. Yeah. It's crazy that she got away with it for as long as she did, mm-hmm. and it's it's devastating the amount of people that she murdered and the fact that they were – a lot of them were children and yeah. people that were closest to her in her life. Like, it is – it's, it's so stone-cold evil that I yeah. just don't even know, like – I, I I think she, honestly she's like a heavy hitter in more ways like than Dude. I can even like I, I don't know like yeah fucking you know you have it's these- worse that she knew all of them and they were her fucking relatives yeah like it's like she tuned that shit out real quick and murdered children and men she was married to and shared a life with like. BTK was out here like finding strangers to murder. Uh, Everybody, Ted every- Bundy. It's like who's yeah. a stranger, you know? Yeah these 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 were uh, murders of opportunity, and this was like an opportunity to her, and yeah. only in the sense that it was like easy to killed these people because they were in close proximity <laughs> in her life. Maybe she was very lazy. Maybe she's like, you know what? I want to kill someone. But I don't want to, like, have to go out and act like I'm injured and try yeah. and meet a new person. So I'll, I guess my husband's fine. Like, yeah, maybe she was uh, lazy. We don't know. 
Yeah. I mean, sometimes I want to murder my husband, but like, <laughs> it's too much work. It's too much work. Then, like, where do you put the body? And then, yeah, so, like, like, how do you clean I don't, like, and... have the, like, mental yeah. fortitude to, like, keep up a no. lie. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, my. like, oh, my God. No, I don't. I never want to murder no. DJ. He's so, he's the best. He's the best. Uh, yeah, this woman, terrible. She's in hell. Uh, yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. And not like the fun hell like we're going to. Mm-mm. She's in like the bad hell. Yeah. Well, that's all, right. all I got. Wow, nanny, you fucking cunt. Bye. <laughs> you fucking we hate you. Your titties are stinky, not in a fun way. No. Um, and oh, yeah, we hope you're rotting in the bad hell. Yeah. Um, okay, well, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god, what a gift. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, follow us on all the places. YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, the Facebook, you could uh, TikTok, at DTFU Podcast, all the platforms, you all will find the places. us. Yeah. You don't need to, like, search anything else, just... Mm-hmm. When you're on the platform, DTFU Podcast. That's Love it. Love it. And you'll find us and we're there. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Oh, and uh, maybe leave us a review. That would be amazing on iTunes. It's very helpful to us. Subscribe anywhere you can. Spotify, Google yep. uh, Podcast, Apple Podcast, wherever. Wherever you listen to this, YouTube, anywhere. Yeah. And if like one of those like – isn't working one day, you can go on another one because we're on all of them. Yeah. We're on you all know? of them. Yeah. We're on all of them. Um, that's it. Uh, go to our website, dtfupodcast.com. Mm-hmm. We got all kinds of fun stuff there. Buy oh, some yeah. merch. Buy some merch. Do it Buy up. a bandana. You still need one. We're in the middle of a pandemic still. Uh, we hope that uh, the election uh, is – gonna go okay um oh my god as of recording i am very nervous and uh oh my god i will say this fuck trump uh fuck trump in any way yeah in any way that i need to say that um and also fuck all these motherfuckers yeah and whoever wins the work is not done nope so we got just lots of work to do still we just need to to dig in uh all right well on that note uh That's all I got. Yeah. Be excellent to yourselves. And each other. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Have you ever gotten a tampon stuck up there? You ever kicked a man in the balls when he told you how to smile? Ever peed on a guy's face for money? Well, we've got you covered. With enough stories, we'll drown out the patriarchy for good in their own semen. I'm Heather Ann Gottlieb, and this is Dirty Girl, available now on the Hoo Ha Ha Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been a Hoo Ha Ha Podcast.